Hi, this is Brian Wilson, and you're listening to Good Vibrations with David Beer. Sponsored by Endless Summer Woke up, California sunshine Realized I want that woman to be mine Oh, what a lucky guy I am I've had this little box a while now Time to wrap it up and then watch her smile And she's been waiting for such a long while So I'm going west coast, east coast, sunshine to snowflakes Sun, sun, sunshine to snowflakes Christmas Day, oh yeah I got a ring and a proposal How can she say no? Now I'm landing on a snow-covered runway It's been such a long and restless day As my heart starts beating away She'll be standing and waiting at the gate now Hope my eyes don't give my surprise away I can't wait to hear what she'll say So I'm going west coast, east coast, sunshine to snowflakes Sun, sun, sunshine to snowflakes Ooh, ooh, on Christmas Day Oh yeah Get there faster so I can ask her Will you be mine on Christmas Day? From the warm sand and ocean spray To the bright lights of old Broadway It's been a long traveling Jardine released earlier December 2017. Hi, welcome to episode 22 of Good Vibrations. I'm your host, David Beard, and today Al is our special guest, and we're going to talk about a number of things. So let's get underway, and we're going to start things off with talking about the recent Pet Sounds tour. What stands out to you in performance wise from the Pet Sounds of doing that in its entirety with Brian? You know, Matt, how, you know, how he kind of blossomed during those tours. What stands out to me is is that Matt uh, and Brian have the synergy together. 
they mm-hmm. they uh they uh interrelate uh one knows exactly when the other one is going to be singing because brian has limited has limited uh vocal range in those uh those falsetto parts so for a mind matt just knows how to slide in you know without you know what i mean being obtrusive that that's really cool and, and professional i think because mm-hmm. um, it really does enable us to to complete the music that mm-hmm. otherwise we wouldn't be able to do now matt's been you know a lot of people are very aware of matt and what a great singer he's become i mean he's on brian's no peer pressure album with you uh, and of course, dating back to your solo album, you know he's he's all over that too. So I wanted to touch on your solo album a little bit too, because you in 2018 you're going to be doing some selections from that album. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I think so. I, uh, my producer, I should say, my producer, uh, the uh, Ranger, suggested it just the other day that I put the title of the album into my the concert. I mean, into the uh, marquee because it seemed to be. You know, kind of cool, and it didn't even occur to me uh, that that I might have to do some some songs from the album. But not, I'm more than anxious to now because I, I realize it's an opportunity to to at least perform the stuff because I can't do it with Brian's band. Uh, there's just too much the fans want to hear that uh, have made the Beach Boys famous. So I mean, it's, you know, it's like a footnote. So now I get a, I get a chance to actually perform uh, the title song. And maybe uh, another, maybe another one or two of the other songs. Yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, but I hadn't even, even occurred to me because I was just going to tell the story of the of the early beginnings of the Beach Boys. But I thought, yeah, we can wrap it up with that. Why not? It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It'd be fun, and I, I love playing the songs, and and I love you know, going down the coast route one and with my guitar and singing about all the places we visited on the way down the coast for the last many years that I've lived here. Yeah. Is there anything, you're mentioning that, is there, is there a song percolating that you haven't written yet about a locale or somewhere out there on the coast that you haven't written yet that you've, that you've wanted to written, you know, that you would like to write about? Well, there are, there are other experiences that, you know, that they're kind of folky more in the folk tradition, though, that, that relate to the early settlers, you know, and people that made this, made the incredible journey here from Spain or from, you know, Mexico, uh, famous landowners that used to, you know, have these incredible ranges. Uh, they were given what we call land grants to, to settlers, you know, and, and there are some great historical figures and characters, you know, that I would like to, yeah, explore. I have, yeah, I have, I have one that rambles on forever. <laughs> but I have, there's a couple, and then the one about uh, about the the coastal uh, experience. You know that normally you think of California as being this bucolic, you know, uh, Southern California day. Mm-hmm. Up here, man, we got some serious. <laughs> I mean, the central and northern California coastlines are constantly battered with wind and rain and. And uh, it sounds like a song called Mariah, really, when I think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, that description of the, the wind and rain and fire and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's, yeah I've got a couple.
Walking at night down on Moonstone Beach Harvest moon almost in our reach There's a little bit of magic Each night is sad And Mars. I hear the strumming of some old guitars down in San and you're listening to Good Vibrations with David Beard. I wanted to touch on Glenn Campbell briefly because, you know, unfortunately he passed away not long ago. And he worked with you on uh, the lead track off of your solo album. And I was hoping you would be comfortable sharing uh, that experience and working with him in the studio uh, and maybe a memory or two of Glenn. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he was... uh kind enough to, well, I kind of ambushed him a little bit, too. In fact, I ambushed a lot of people for this album. <laughs> but I knew he was coming to town uh, for a show at the uh, Golden State Theater in Monterey. So I moved all of my, my uh, I made sure my, my gear was in, uh, there's a small studio in Monterey that I was able to, to set up for, uh, just in the event that he could come and sing. Uh, his daughter Debbie agreed to to who uh, kind of road manage him for that tour, and so she and he walked down to the studio from their hotel on the way to their sound check at the Golden State Theater, and just just uh, had a great session with him. He was uh, he was a nice you know nice one of those nice sunny days and was able to just enjoy the walk. He was still okay, you know. He was still doing all right. Mm-hmm. And, and he, uh, 
But it's funny because the song, although, well, yeah, the title song, right? Title track, Postcard. Yeah. I said, Glenn, what is, what's this remind you of when we do this? What, what, <laughs> what are we singing from the, from the songbook, you know? You know, because the, the Jimmy Webb songbook says, oh, he says, oh, oh, that's Lyman. He says, that's, that's, that's Lyman, you're right. He says, oh, is that what it is? Okay. Of course, it sounds nothing like Lyman. <laughs> uh, it's really something I intuited from another one of his songs called Rhinestone. Yeah. Rhinestone Cowboy, right? But after a while, all, the, all of these wonderful songs start to blend together in your brain. And you don't really know where something comes from and, until you sit down and, and analyze it, really. And, but we were both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but he made that uh, the postcard sound so good. I mean, he he's doubling me in the choruses. And makes it so much stronger, yeah. Just vocally, and he interp reinterpreted the second verse. You know, I had him, I had a certain way I wanted to, to sing it, and he just sang it the way he sang. You know, just did his own version of of it, and you know, his own interpretation, I should say, and made it even better. Now you know that I'm going out west. I think that it's for the best. Hopes and dreams are what this nation's built on They wrote me a letter back Said get yourself out here fast We'll send for your things And put you in a nice hotel I knew I was doing good They typed it on an underwood my letter came all the way by U.S. mail They said they could use a man Who could read a set of blueprint plans By the time you read this I'll be flying over Indian wells And I'll be sending you a postcard from California Tried you on the telephone I didn't find you at home The lines were down I guess this note'll have to do Now leaving like this ain't right But I had to take the morning flight I love you girl and I'm already missing you and I'll be sending you a postcard from California And I'll be missing you each and every day They say it's cold out here in San Francisco But the sun shines down
tried you on the telephone I didn't find you at home I'm not real good with words or making sweet goodbyes And maybe I'll change my plans And start up a rock and roll band I'll write you a song And maybe it'll make you cry And I'll be sending you a postcard from California I didn't find you at home Oh, and then, then after, after that, I, I went to a show that night, and we, we sang a Beach Boy medley in an encore together. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. They're, they're all in the wrong keys, you know, and... <laughs> I had no clue what, what the hell I was doing, but it, we, we sure look good. <laughs> well, that's the main thing. Um, going back to the uh, 60s, it's so long ago, I realized, but when he joined you guys, I mean, by that time you'd already known him and, and had met him before he came on the road with you guys because he worked with, you know, he worked in the studio and he was a member of the Wrecking Crew. But what do you recall about that, you know, when Brian kind of, pulled back and Glenn was brought in and working with Glenn and and just the what type of guy was he when he was a beach boy for the short time that he was and, and being on the road with him well he's great I mean we all knew he was going to be a star I mean it was just inevitable because he looked great sounded great and uh, and he was always you know uh, uh, on, on the sessions with us Mm-hmm. Tracking sessions, and it didn't do didn't do any singing actually. When I think about it, but it just seemed like he was going to go all, all beyond, you know, where he was at, you know, as a as a session player. And then Brian recognized it and produced a couple of songs for him. Uh, wrote, I should say, a couple of songs, which he still to the last days remembered, you know, as being some of his favorite song stuff, you know, even though they weren't commercial successes, you know. Mm-hmm. One was called Guess I'm Dumb. Yeah, I know that well. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's not always, you know, uh, you know possible to, to predict a, a commercial success from a, just a personal success. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, 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 it was a great relationship that that, uh, that they had in the studio. And then on the day that Brian wasn't able to come to make it to the, to the show, when he... he 
collapsed, you know, from exhaustion. Mm -hmm. uh, we call it, I don't know, on, you know, our, our, in 1964, he had a, it was kind of a breakdown, I guess. Glenn offered to to uh, come out, and uh, I don't know if he played that night. Yeah, it's funny, I, I can't remember. I don't know if he played that night, but I do know he joined us in 1965. Yeah, yeah, I think his, I think, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but I know that Brian, when Brian was on the flight with you guys, then he he you know was exhausted, and then you guys got to where you were going in Texas. I think Brian played the show that night, but then went, oh, did he? Okay. but that then went back, sense. but then went back the next day, and I think then Glenn was brought in, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I think you're right because he couldn't have come out that quickly because it would have been amazing had he. But but Audrey flew out, yeah, joined us, and uh, took care of Brian, mm -hmm. and got him through the show. The way I act don't seem like me I'm not on top like I used to be Like you these 50th anniversaries of, of your guys' work are pretty interesting, <laughs> especially when there's music being released, you know, around them. And the I was wondering if you had had a chance, if you were able to listen to the Wild Honey album in stereo since it's been done this last summer. It, it was more than just Wild Honey, the, the release. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the release had uh, Wild Honey, and then it had Smiley Smile and Wild Honey Sessions mm -hmm. on it as well. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it. Okay. I didn't play it it's, at it's, all. Why? Well, it's really warm. It's it's quite, you know, the old term, uh, fly on the wall. It's, it's like, it's so um, incredibly uh, colorful and, and vivid that huh. that when you listen to it, you can hear... Like the first time I, I played it, I the first thing that that really hit hit me like a ton of bricks was your guys' vocals of the uh, sweet sweet honey bee. Just using wild honey yeah. as an example. Then the next time I listened, I could hear the tambourine. It was as though I was standing next to the tambourinist. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, it, uh -huh. it's so warm, Al. That it's like you're sitting in the it was like you were sitting in the living room at Brian's house with you guys. That's is Susie Cincinnati on that album. No, because I, I did. A, we, I heard a remix of Susie, Susie Cincinnati, which was ten times better than the single. Okay. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's it just sounds so much better for some reason. Yeah, it's like a, it's always in the mix, isn't it? It's 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 
it's whoever's mixing at the time, and 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 so this is a different point, a different point of view that that you're hearing. Yes, it's it's wow. uh, it's so amazing because it's and and I don't have a great entertainment system, not anything like friends of mine. You know, some have got the you know the hundreds yeah, and hundreds either. of dollars invested in entertainments, and I I don't have that, but I was still able to. The you know one listen through Wild Honey I heard the sweet sweet the next time through it was the tambourine the next time through it was the guitar, and it was just so amazingly warm, and mm-hmm. I and it was it really kind of blew me away. I oh that's well that's, that's Alan Boyd probably mixing her or Mark Lynette yeah Mark Lynette yeah yeah good no, good I'm glad to hear it. the The neatest thing about the Wild Honey thing and listening to it is that getting to hear you guys jam together. That that is the neatest thing. It kind of reminded me of the party album from a couple of years back, where they had the, you know, the unplugged, where they took all the the you know post production stuff that Brian did to the uh, party album. Mm-hmm. It was just you guys in the studio jamming, and that you know, because the music you created with with Brian and Mike and Carl and Dennis and and Bruce back in the day. You know, it's so, it always sounded so simple on the radio, and it certainly isn't. <laughs> and no. by getting to hear these sessions, it gives such a greater appreciation of, of you and the other's abilities. We were there, obviously we were there and did it, but this has really broken out in, 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 uh, in a way that you can hear how it developed. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, oh, I had, oh, I get it, and we, without all the extra overdubs, when we added the ashtray and all that stuff. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I play guitar. Come to think of it, on the on the session, so how could I play an ashtray and a guitar? <laughs> you, know? you think about it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> an ashtray. That's a funny remark, isn't it? Yes, because yeah. How do you a, play an ashtray anyway? <laughs> well, that's Cal Jardine. He's a union ashtray player. <laughs> now that would really be funny. Yeah, he gave up the cowbell because he wanted to play. <laughs> he wanted to play the ashtray. Couldn't afford a cowbell. <laughs> God, oh, I mean, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, our lives are, are moving quite, quite, quite quickly now. Don't fight, don't fight the sea. I was out in a boat that was gently afloat. When the wind started blowing on me When the wind starts blowing You better get going You don't fight the sea Messing around when the tide was down, you know you you don't fight the sea. 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 I'm caught in the wind, the tide's coming in, the fog's closing in over me. 
My blood's running cold Cause my life is on hold For years I've been adrift on the sea Sponsored by Endless Summer Well, I wanted to end the show appropriately with with such a gorgeous song, "Don't Fight the Sea." Now, if you're not if you don't if you're not aware of this, that does feature the late Carl Wilson, and it has all the Beach Boys on it. That's what's so cool about it. it is it is a Al Jardine song off of his postcard from California CD. It came out digitally in 2010, and then two years later, when the Beach Boys were having their 50th reunion tour, Al released a postcard from California on a physical disc, and it's available just about anywhere online if you want to shop for it, whether it be digital or physical. You can find it pretty easily. Now head over to aljardine.com, click on the news, click on the tour, so that you can see where Al is going to be appearing either with Brian or with just his son Matt doing the intimate mini tour, acoustic tour that they're going to be doing in early 2018. I, I really encourage you to, to check that out. I mean, if it's in your area, it's it's one of those things that, in my opinion, is a not-to-be-missed opportunity. Uh, if if Al Jardine is anything, he is uh, definitely kind of a a folk music guy, and he he just is so great uh, at at just sharing stories and recollections and articulating his memories. And I hope you experience that today in this episode. I appreciate you tuning in. And as uh, as a reminder, our sponsor, Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine, the Beach Boys' publication of record. If you're on Facebook, we they do have a Facebook page. Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine. There's even a group now, a community group, where there's discussion on different things. And we will be posting exclusive content to that group um, soon. And also, Endless Summer Quarterly is in the midst of setting up a brand new website that's going to be uh, mobile-friendly to your phone. 
good stuff like that. Easy to order back issues of the magazine and the publication. And if you're not familiar with Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine, head over to E-S-Q-U-A-R-T-E-R-L-Y.com. That's E-S-Quarterly.com. And there's functionality. There's a palm tree with three posts on it. Subscribe to the magazine and a a couple of others. It's very easy to do and easy to find out what the magazine is. It's basically the Beach Boys publication of records. So if you want to learn more about a specific album by the group, example, the Winter 2017 edition is all about the Wild Honey album. So 50 years ago, December 18th, 1967, the original Wild Honey album comes out, and we have new articles by historian Peter Reum, and musicologist is what I'll call him. He's much more than that, but I, I just think he's great. Philip Lambert writes a really intriguing article, and I had the opportunity to have a really nice, intimate interview with Brian Wilson's first wife, Marilyn Wilson Rutherford, who was there when it all went down, because if, if you're aware, Wild Honey was actually recorded in Brian's home. So it's pretty cool. It, and we have rare photos, um, lots, of, lots of really, you know, it's hard to explain a publication since we live in a digital age, but this is a digest-sized publication, 48 pages, and rare images, exclusive interviews, and intimate interviews with the band members, peripheral figures, and integral figures in the band's history. It's all in the Analyst Summer Quarterly magazine. So head on over to esquarterly.com, check it out. And if you don't, <laughs> if you can't remember that much, just be, and you're on Facebook, it's easy. It really is. Just Endless Summer Quarterly Magazine, like the page, join the community discussion, and, and find out more, and, you know, and just get into the Beach Boys music. That's what it's all about, and that's what we celebrate. Now, if you're a Beach Boys fan and you're just kind of trying to keep up, the best, the easiest way is to just follow each member on, on Facebook. And they each have their own Twitter accounts, and they each have their own website. You know, websites. You got BrianWilson.com, you got AlJardine.com, MikeLove.com, TheBeachBoys.com. So that's really the the quickest and and the the nicest streamlined way to follow the group and all their activities going into 2018. Now, if you want deeper insight and kind of kind of peeling back the layers and you really kind of want to understand more the minutia and the stuff that went on behind the scenes then endless summer quarterly magazine is the publication for you so we would love to have you as a subscriber thanks for tuning in to episode 22 and look forward to a whole bunch of really cool episodes in 2018 and oh before i go i did want to mention there's a really cool, there's another pretty interesting uh, website out on uh, Facebook, a Facebook page. It's called The Beach Boys Back Through the Opera Glass. And the actual Facebook page is called The Beach Boys colon the album sleeve so the beach boys the album sleeves type that in and what this is this is done by malcolm Sears, author and he's been great he's been helping uh endless summer quarterly magazine with some exclusive you know uh images and rare images to put inside the magazine and he's been great with helping with insight when we you know send him a question or two about a, an album cover but he actually has the history of the beach boys album covers for free as a pdf download so if you're on Facebook and you haven't been over there, head over there. It's it's fascinating stuff. So it's facebook.com forward slash Beach Boys Album Sleeves. So check it out, okay? Thanks for tuning in. Have a happiest of holiday seasons. And I'll see you real soon. <laughs>